A reading from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. Just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, do I not belong to the body? That would not make, any less, make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, do I not belong to the body? That would not make it any less part of of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members of the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respected Respectable members do not need this, but God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffers together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then deeds of power, then gifts of healing, forms of assistance, forms of leadership, various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But strive for the greater gifts. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went up to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. Blessed be the God of life and love. Amen. Amen. So today is the day when we hold our annual meeting following uh, this service. And based on uh, perusing Facebook and Twitter yesterday, I think about half the Episcopal churches in the country are having their annual meetings today. The church, uh, of course, is primarily a community, but we have a, uh, a sort of business administrative portion within that community that exists for the sake of that community and the striving of that community. And so our part of our annual meeting is about focusing on uh, the work of the church to strengthen the life of the church. And on this annual meeting Sunday, we have this reading from 1 Corinthians, which is absolutely a perfect reading for a day when we want to talk about the life of the church. Because today we celebrate the church. We celebrate that all of us together are one body in Christ. And as the reading reminds us, each one of us represents different parts of the body but that we need each other to be whole. Each of us brings different gifts, and together they make this the dynamic church that it is. So today we honor all who come here and their place in the body of this church. We need each one of us in order to be the fullness of St. John's as a house of prayer for all people. It's been my practice on the Sunday of the annual meeting during the sermon time to ask a, a series of questions uh, to get you talking amongst each other and to sharing uh, your responses. So uh, I'd like to do that again today. And uh, so I have two questions. And the first question I'm going to ask and then invite you to take uh, a minute or two just to turn to people near you and uh, share your answer to the question. And then uh, I'll come through and have an opportunity for you to share them. So the first question is this. In the last year, in the last year, where have you seen God's love in action at St. John's? In the last year, where have you seen God's love in action at St. John's? So we're going to take a minute or two and invite you to talk amongst yourselves. So just turn to your neighbor and, or someone you don't know who is also your neighbor.
Okay, thank you for doing that. I'm going to uh, I'm going to come through the congregation now and invite you to share either um, what you said or what you heard about uh, God, seeing God's love in action in the last year at, at St. John's. And uh, I'm going to invite, this isn't the most Episcopal thing to do, but we're going to try it. If, if what is said is something you also heard or said yourself, if you could just say, Amen. As a way to that, because that way, you know, if someone's already said what you were going to say, Nigel will wave his hands. The rest of you don't have to do that. But we'll do a little Baptist amen. All right. So if uh, anyone wants to share God's love in action at St. John's in the last year. Well, whoever I get to first. (laughs) Um, This committee of three who've been sitting in these seats for umpteen years um, are pretty much unanimous on the fact that St. John's does a great job in their touching the world and all the rest. The thing that that the three of us talked about that we think is so necessary and we're so delighted to see these colonels is is probably best demonstrated with the um, flowers from the altar going to someone who's having a moment where they need a special touch. And I think in thriving for large-scale operations that we have to remember that we are a church and the small touch from someone else in this parish to you individually is a wonderful thing to keep up. Um, our little huddle here, we both, all four of us were saying, well, it was everywhere and everything that happened here. So it almost feels wrong to pick out one element, but we, we each had personal elements. And one was which um, small things, uh, very personal um, signs of caring that were brought to people in need. And also the mentoring of adults mentoring youth for the confirmation class. Amen. Well, we three agreed that uh, probably the uh, outreach that emanates from our church, whether it's in the REST program or uh, helping at home, uh, Homeward Bound, uh, the way we reach, in, in reaching out to others, we're also reaching out to ourselves. Amen. 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 The pastoral care that was brought to a person recovering from surgery. Um, She feels so grateful for Father Chris bringing communion to her and um, knowing that we have someone there who is thinking and caring for us when we're recovering from surgery or an illness. Amen. I want to cite the um, Mill Street Shelter Meals and the uh, Outreach Committee. Um, It's very difficult to keep long-term programs going with energy and participation. So I cite those two because of their longevity.
Um, I feel it every time I come and I see the children come in after their Sunday school. I love seeing it. It's just all the different ages and so many. It's so wonderful. Two of the things that we talked about over in the youth corner <laughs> were um, the harvest dinner and like everyone being in the kitchen together and making an event happen and coming together to do it. And also we talked about adventure camp and all the volunteers and youth that made that event possible. Amen. I, what we talked about was pretty much that too, is all the volunteerism that takes place here because in order to have the money for outreach, we raise it. And I think we're unique in, the, in this area for doing that. And so where we see God is every time we come here, everything that we do, that's, that's, that's where it is. And I think that having, what, 20 new pledges this year, pledging units, that's, that's a manifestation of it. Amen. I think the work that uh, Lenore is doing with the children's choir is truly a ministry, and it's just amazing to watch these these kids learn to read music and learn to sing together and learn to discover God through that music. You know, where I saw God's love in action, um, first of all, the Tour de Noël, because we all come together to do that, and also the um, youth mission trips that have been so wonderful for our youth and for the folks that receive that outreach. Hi, my name is Don Nicodemus, and uh, the thing that brought me into the parish uh, is uh, the children's choir. A friend of ours is uh, a member of the choir, and um, just to have uh, her over the last year come and greet me in the, in the pews and with a hug and that sort of thing, it's very much, uh, I think, uh, symbolic of God's love. I saw God's love in the creation of the Cornerstone Society this year and the many, many parishioners who are in our inaugural year have already named St. John's and their estate plans and income plans, which will really create a lasting financial legacy here at St. John's. Amen. We talked about all the other great events that have already happened, but in addition, I've seen God's love present many times at the healing altar. I saw God's love um, by the many people who came to volunteer, um, for example, at the Tour de Noël or the Harvest or any um, any um, just way that we can give time, our resources, and just to see how the people of St. John's is coming together to help, um, how the friends of St. John's are coming to help, how the youth group came to help. It was just a wonderful event to see how people actually get together and experience communion and to see God's love in that. Uh, yes, I just saw God's love in action. I'm uh, brand new to the church and got the opportunity to meet Kim sitting next to me, who's a neighbor. Yeah. 
Hi, I just particularly wanted to thank uh, this church. My sister-in-law was on the prayer list this past year going through kind of a very difficult situation. And she and uh, our whole families were totally touched by the very thoughtful notes and the various information that was embedded in different cards over, you know, a four-week, six-week period of time that just continued. And she has gotten better, um, and she wanted to let everybody know that, or I wanted to let everybody know that she started that in her own church now in San Diego. She thought that was such a special touch. Amen. Amen. Uh, I saw God's love in the church every time we left. So, thank you. The, the, laugh, the laughter. So. And God's love is seen in the welcoming nature of St. John's to newcomers, to everybody.